Hey everybody, happy Sunday. Hope you're having a blessed Sunday so far. I uh, wanted to just go live, uh, haven't given an update in a little bit here, so I wanted to give an update and uh, I'll let a couple of you guys get on here before I start. But I uh, hope that you're having a blessed Sunday and uh, thank you for continuing to pray. There's so many believers around this nation and the world right now that are praying and standing on the promise of God. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having faith. Thank you for having courage. Thank you for not giving up. You know, the enemy wants us to give up. And uh, so I'm going to tell you a little story here because it's kind of crazy. So, you know, it's Sunday. Many of us have been worshiping today in church or in a service. And, uh, you know, I went to the coffee shop. My wife's with her friend and, you know, we're on the road. I'm on the road right now. So, um, you know, I, I went to a coffee shop and I'm walking and all of a sudden I feel the presence of God. I'm like, what's going on? You know, so I look next to me, next to the coffee shop and there's this, you know, Christian owned business that has a little, um, little thing that says, Hey, if you have a prayer request, you know, put it in here, you know? And, and I started seeing that, you know, this business was a Christian owned business. So I get in my car and I'm driving and all of a sudden I just feel this overwhelming presence of God come upon me. And, you know, I've been on a lot of prayer calls, been on a lot of different, um, you know, all, I mean, so many people are having prayer calls. I don't know if you guys know that. I hope you do. I've never seen anything like it as a, as a Christian leader. In fact, there's going to be a prayer call tonight. I was just talking with Andrew Brunson. I don't know if you guys remember him. He was the man who was held captive in Turkey. And he's going to be on the prayer call with Dr. Jim Garlow and Mario Bramrick and the one that I've been posting. I was on there, uh, you know, a, a couple weeks ago. Um, but we're, they're going to have one tonight. So tune into it because uh, Andrew Brunson will be on there. That'll be good. But there's so many prayer calls and there's so many different things that are happening. And what I'm seeing in the midst of this calamity, because what we're in is is calamity. It's, it's a crisis in America. And I know there's a lot of people that are worried and fearful and, you know, there's talk of civil war. And, you know, I don't know if you saw the, the, what happened in Washington, the state of Washington yesterday where patriots and Antifa were literally clashing in the streets. So there's, there's a lot of things on our mind as Christians right now. And so, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting this coffee and I, and I, you know, I see this Christian owned business and I get in my car and the presence of God falls upon me. And I'm not one of these guys that just says the presence of God falls upon, you know, I don't just say those things to say it. When it happens, I say it, you know, it doesn't always happen. It happens once in a while. I feel a strong presence of God. I feel something shift in the supernatural. And that's what I felt today was a shift. It was an overwhelming sense of hope. And I asked the Lord, I said, why do I feel this hope right now? Because we're looking at this situation and it literally, you know, guys, my wife and I have been dealing with the, the most craziest people reaching out and trying to threaten us. I had to just tune these people out, you know, I mean, they try to threaten us and, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, and, you know, we take the arrows because the arrows that we take honestly, or a microcosm, just a small, a minute amount compared to what patriots in the past have had to take for the freedom that we enjoy as Americans. They're very small compared to what the president of the United States has to deal with. Can you imagine what him and, you know, the first lady are dealing with every single day? So we, we, we take those arrows and we do it, you know, because we know that, you know, it, it's our call and it's, it's okay because God is with us, right? 
But, you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming because you feel the pressure and you, you feel, you know, the demonic and, you know, I'll post about it. Like the demonic is attacking and you feel the spiritual warfare. We know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We know that uh, we're fighting a spiritual battle at the very highest of levels for the future of this nation. Joe Biden even said we're fighting for the soul of this nation, only he's on the wrong side of it. And uh, and I, that doesn't mean people say, well, you, you know, you don't pray for Joe Biden. Of course, we'll pray for Joe Biden. But the things he's standing for are anti-Christian. you know, Christian. So I'm not going to agree or align with those things. So a lot of us have been feeling discouraged and down. And, and, and it's been feeling like probably similar to when Jesus, you know, that period of time when, when Jesus had been crucified on the cross and the demons and the demonic and Satan probably thought they won during that period of time. Those, those dark couple of days, right? Those dark two days. But on the third day, something happened. He rose again from the grave. And we've got to remember who God is. We've got to remember the God that we serve. And the whole world is watching. And something very unique is happening in the United States of America right now that, that I have not seen, where intercessors, prayer warriors, true Christians and believers in Christ are getting together or with their families or by themselves. And they're interceding and they're crying out to the Lord and they're asking him, Lord, please move on our behalf in this nation. Please move. And, and, and many of us, including myself, we've, you know, I've repented before the Lord. I said, Lord, there's been many times, you know, over the years in the ministry and my own personal walk where I've missed the mark. And I've, I've repented to that, to the Lord. And, 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 you know, I, I would encourage everybody to do that because we've all missed the mark at some point. And I said, Lord, if there's an area in my life, show me. Show me if there's something else that I need to give up or something else that does not please you. Show me because I want to be right before you, Lord. I want to be right before you and I want to have a, a full and complete trust in you. And what God is showing me in this is, is that sometimes that's without any. See, we're always used to having like some type of evidence, you know, here. You know, like, and, and this is the first time where it's like, we're looking at this situation with President Trump and the steel that's going on. And in the natural, if you read the news, if you listen to the mainstream news, if you read the articles, you can get totally discouraged. You listen to the people that mock and scoff and call you a conspiracy theorist and crazy and you're a nut job and you're wacko and you let those words take root. Forget about it. But think about the Apostle Paul that was thrown in jail. Think about Jesus that died on the cross. Think about those that have been the greatest, the greatest characters in the Bible. What have they had to endure for their faith, for their, for their testimony, for their calling? And so this is a time, and you know, there's been a lot of people that have said like, it's going to be biblical. Well, I guess in one aspect it is biblical because we're going through a Bible story right now where God is requiring us to have almost a blind faith. Faith is the evidence of things in the unseen. So we're always like wanting it to be visible in the natural. We're always wanting to see it. Like, God, just let me see it. And, and God, you know, maybe just maybe God is saying for this time, listen, I want you to have a blind faith to know that number one, I am your God. I sit on the throne of glory. I, I have all authority in heaven and earth. You know, your identity is in me and me alone. 
And, you know, maybe just once he's asking the American church to trust in him, but also to do our part. Second Chronicles 714, the recipe for revival for our land. He's asking us to intercede on. Uh, he, God doesn't have it. People say, well, he better move in 10 days or he better move in four days or if he doesn't move. And, you know, God doesn't have a time limit. See, he's out of time. He's out of the constraint of time. He doesn't have the, the worry or the concern of anything, especially time. So God doesn't have to worry about some deadline or, you know, whatever, any of those things. That's not God's concern. What God's concern is the heart of man. And he says in his word that without faith, it's impossible to please him. So could it just be, could it just be that God is requiring the church, especially here in America, to have faith right now and to do our part? See, he doesn't just want the church. See, look, if we would have just had another win, another easy win, what would we have done? We would have literally gone back to the same business as usual. We wouldn't have gone through any type of refiner's fire. We wouldn't have gone through anything. Think about it. If we would have just had a win, then what would people have done? They would have had service. You know, oh, Donald Trump's the president again. Oh, you know, back to normal. Back to normal. And God didn't want normal. He doesn't want normal. He doesn't want business as usual in the United States anymore. That didn't work. That's what got us to the point of moral depravity. That's what got us to the point of where we are right now, where men are calling themselves women, and they're sitting and, and teaching little kids this nonsense. We've gotten to a point of massive depravity, where there is a, a moral, a crisis of morality in our nation. And that's because there's been a vacuum and an absence of the real ecclesia, the real body of Christ. And it's never been about a name. Why do you think these some of these celebrity pastors are falling? Because maybe they weren't meant to be exalted. Maybe they weren't meant to be. No, you know, I'm not against anybody. You know what I'm saying? And I, in fact, some of the people that have fallen publicly, sometimes they call me. I've talked to a couple of those guys and we've worked through a restoration process. So I believe in restoration. But what I'm trying to say is, is that maybe it's not about a celebrity pastor. Maybe it's not about a big ministry. Maybe it's not about, you know, this pristine, beautiful, you know, facility. Maybe it's about being the actual church. What is the church meant to do? What is our function? We are the body of Christ. We are the, the salt and the light. We are the ones that are meant to show who Christ is to a world that is in desperate need of a savior, that a world that has a desperation for somebody who has the answer, that has the answer to depression. We have the answer to depression. Somebody that has the answer, you know, it's not a medication. I'm, I'm not against medication, but I'm just telling you the answer to depression is not a chemical. The answer to depression is being filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. See, we need to start speaking the truth to our society to let people know the reason why you can't substitute holiness. You can't substitute the word of God. You can't substitute it and sugarcoat it. It doesn't mean that, that you have to be mean or fire and brimstone or anything like that or hitting people over the head with the Bible. I'm not saying that, but you also, you, you can't lie about it. You can't leave out big portions of the word of God and expect people to have the full experience of who God is. And so when I felt the presence of God today fall upon me and God said, listen, it couldn't be that this isn't even about President Trump. That's just part of this. God is trying to refine the church in the United States. That's the bigger picture. If he would have just given it to us, 
Think about this now. If he would have just given it to us, what would we have done? We would have gone right back to business as usual, right back to the same old, same old. God is refining us. He's putting us through a refiner's fire. Why? Because he needs us to be changed. He needs us to come out of this understanding the authority of the, of the spirit of the living God in us, the authority of prayer, the weapons of our warfare to start learning how to be soldiers in the kingdom of God, prayer warriors, intercessors, real Christians, ladies and gentlemen, real Christians. That's what he, he yearns for is the body of Christ to be the hands and arms and feet, everything. That's what the body of Christ is. And, and when we do that and we accept who we are in our identity in Christ and we operate in who we are in the fullness of what God has, what's going to happen is there's going to be an outpouring in this nation that's far beyond an election. It's going to be an outpouring because people finally woke up and they said, no, we're, we're not going to allow the moral depravity. We're not going to allow our children to be taught lies. We're not going to allow our society to continue down this horrible direction that it's been going for so many years. We're going to return to our first love, Jesus Christ. We're going to return to the, the, the things of this word, that the, the word of God, which is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not about being relevant because it's always been relevant. It's always relevant. The, the word of God is the same. Jesus Christ is the same. He's always been the answer. He's the answer today. And that's what this world needs. They need Jesus. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say this, is, is that this situation that we're in right now, we find ourselves in right now, this situation is a, is a test. It's, it's God is asking his church, do you believe that you actually have the ability to shift your culture through prayer and fasting and repentance? Do you understand who you are? Do you understand the authority that is vested in you? You know, when I marry somebody, you know, as a pastor, I say, by the authority invested in me, vested in me, you know, that's what we're saying, by the, the authority vested in us through the power of the Holy Spirit, through who we are, as the, as the ecclesia, as the church, are we able or are we not to, what does the Bible say? The effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man or woman avails much. Boom. We need to be just praying and, and, and availing to this society right now. Because God is saying either you believe or you don't. But if we understand who we are and we operate in the gifts of, that God has given us and we use the tools that have been given to us according to the word of God, and we, and we operate in those things right now, I believe as we go through this refiner's fire, as we trust in faith and lean out on our own understanding, as we be the church, we don't go back to business as usual. No, 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 no. We don't go back to business as usual. We cannot go back to business as usual ever again. That's not ever again. That's why the Spirit of God fell upon me today because he wanted me to feel the power and the authority of who we are in Christ. And maybe that's why I wanted to share this with you today. It's the power and the authority of who we are in Jesus Christ under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Once he gives us that anointing and he allows us to move it and understand that it doesn't matter who's scoffing or who's mocking or who's denying or who's doubting or it doesn't matter. What matters is the authority that the church of Jesus Christ in America today has 
if we understand our identity and if we step up right now and we move in the name of Jesus and by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit and we say, Lord, we're speaking to this mountain and we're asking that you move it in the name of Jesus. And then when God moves, when God moves, here's the thing. We don't go back to business as usual. I know I've said it several times. I'm going to say it again. We cannot, cannot go back to the way things have been. Maybe 20 years, 30 years. We went down the wrong path, church. We went down the wrong path. We let a lot of leaven in. The Bible says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. We let a lot of leaven in. We got compromised. And so this is a shaking right now. It's a shaking moment. It's a refiner's fire moment. But I believe in the end, because we are now accepting and understanding who we are in Christ, we're looking, we're making a course correction as the American church. God's remnant is coming out right now, and we're saying, okay, we get it. We understand we're at the brink of a civil war. We're at the brink of losing our entire country to communism. But Lord, at the 11 o'clock hour, we stepped up, and now we're doing a, a course correction, and we're asking that you have mercy. We're asking that you have grace. We're asking for one more chance. There's been times in my own walk when I've asked the Lord for one more chance. There's been times in my own walk where I've had to get on my face. Listen, I'm being very real with you right now. I've been serving the Lord for many, many years now. And I'm going to tell you, there's been times where I doubted. There's been times where I got off course. There's been times when I did foolish things because I am a man. I'm a human. I know you understand that. And I had to get on my face and repent and ask the Lord for mercy and grace. And then I, I did something that I was meant to do. And that was to, to, to course correct, to repent. That means turning away, moving in a different direction. And that's what God is asking of us as a body of Christ and as a nation right now. He's saying, course correct, repent, mean it, do a complete you know, shift. And as, as you do that, I'm going to do that. And so there was a shifting that's taking place today in the supernatural. We may not see it in the natural yet. We may not see it in the natural yet, but that's why the, the word has been to pray this through. That's been the word and it continues to be the word because God wants to see who in the ecclesia, who in the body of Christ is willing to take the arrows, is willing to take the mocking and the scoffing and the doubters and the, and the people that are attacking and who's willing to say, no, I know my identity in Jesus Christ. I know the God I serve and I know that he responds to the prayers of the righteous. And so I'm willing to stand. That's who God is looking for. People that are willing to stand. He wants people that are willing to stand to be generals in this, in this new type of battle that we're in. It may be a new type of battle, but it's the same war, ladies and gentlemen. It's the war between good and evil. It's, it's darkness versus light. It's, they they want to kill the babies. They want to continue down the, 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 the path of destruction. But there's a remnant. There is a remnant here in this country, and it's growing and it's rising. And we are saying no, and we're stepping back and we're, and we're looking at the situation and we're saying either God is with us or he's not. But we know that we serve the living God who sits on the throne of glory where the cherubim and the angels are around him saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord thy God. I think of Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6 when he was undone and I am undone. In the presence of the living God, I feel undone today because I know that my God is real. And I don't care what anybody else says. I know he's real. And I know what he's capable of. And so don't lose hope. Don't lose your focus. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
get on your faces, continue to pray and believe that God is going to move on our behalf. And I believe he's going to give us one more chance, but we better get it right. I've been saying this since day one. We better get it right. Because if he gives us this last chance here in America, we cannot go back to business as usual. And so that's why it needed to be this way, ladies and gentlemen. If it, if it came easy, then it, we wouldn't have understood. If it comes easy, then look, if somebody just gives your, you know, you give your child a million dollars, you don't make them, make them work for it, they're not gonna appreciate that money, are they? But if you make them work for it and you show them the, the value and the appreciation, hard work, then they understand. And that's what God is showing the church in America, those that are willing to stand and pray, is, is that it, this is gonna take some work, but there is something that happens with that hard work. Something comes out of that. So he's taking us through a refiner's fire right now to see who's willing to stand, to see who's going to be anointed and appointed for a time as this. Those that are willing to stand, those that are willing to trust and look with their eyes and, and maybe not see anything in the natural, but see in faith and understand the God that we serve and the power that he has. So I pray this encourages somebody today because I'm telling you, I was just having a coffee, minding my own business. I'm walking and the presence of God just comes upon me and gives me this message today. And says, you continue to do what you're doing, son. You continue to do what you're doing and trust in me. And I'm going to move on, on the behalf of the remnant in this nation and the prayers of the righteous because that's what I do. But you had to go through the refiner's fire because if you didn't go through the refiner's fire, you wouldn't understand the value. And you'd go back to business as usual. And this is never going to happen again. It never can happen again. So please share this word today. And, and, and thank you for, for being faithful servants of God. And thank you for, for everything. You know, I mean, I know God is extremely blessed to see the prayers of the saints and those that believe and trust in faith. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to trust in faith, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to trust in faith because God is doing something powerful. And I believe there's going to be a great awakening and outpouring in this country like we have not seen in a generation, maybe ever. And uh, this is a time we're going to see miracles and signs and wonders, but we have to go through this refiner's fire and we have to know our identity in Jesus Christ. And those that want to mock, let them mock. And those that want to scoff, let them scoff. Because I've seen God do miracles in my life before. And I've heard a bunch of people tell me it would never happen. And I'm sorry, but I saw it happen. I saw it happen with my own eyes. And so I, that is the testimony that I'm giving you today. And I know many of you know that same thing. I've seen people healed and set free and delivered. I've been healed and set free and delivered. And the God that did that is the same God who's on the throne right now. So they can mock and scoff and do all they want to do. Because I know the God that we serve. And I think you do too. All right, guys. Bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Again, share if you feel led. Appreciate you. Thank you for everything. God bless you. Have a great Sunday.